Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Cooking with Craig. Tonight, we got beefy taco pasta in the Instapot and a braided garlic. Mmm. Hey, that was Craig Badura, a good friend of mine from Nebraska who really, uh, he and I bonded over not just our, our roles in education, but actually primarily our love of golf. He's got an amazing golfing family, if you will. Two kids are playing collegiate golf and he and his wife, and they, they're just sort of the perfect family when I think of golfing. But that's actually not why uh, I wanted to uh, visit with him today. He, uh, over the last number of years, started uh, sharing his, his love of cooking online. He's got a little um, um, off and on Instagram following called Cooking with Craig. And uh, he's kind of inspired me in, in, in many ways. And I just thought this would be a great chance for he and I to get together and chat about uh, where his love of cooking came from and kind of uh, just uh, his routine and, and the way in which he thinks through cooking. Uh, I guess during during COVID, more, more and more of us have sort of uh, embraced cooking in maybe ways we haven't before. And so um, I just wanted to uh, take a little time to chat with Craig, and so uh, enjoy my conversation with Craig Badura, aka Cooking with Craig. I'm, my name is Craig Badura. I'm the integration specialist here at a smaller school and right smack dab in the middle of Nebraska, about 1,200 students. We have 120 teachers here. It's called Aurora Public Schools. So we have a elementary, middle school, high school, and I have the privilege of working with our K-12 kids and our K-12 teachers on a data basis. So I've been here, I think this is my 11th year. So tell, uh, tell everybody, how do, we, how do we know each other? Well, we have kind of, I'm trying to think of that story. Was it at Miami Device that we met? Or, yeah, I think it yeah, was, it was. back to, boy, I'm trying to think a year or two, 2012, 2013. You know, I'd always followed Dean and kind of uh, loved what the content that he was sharing the way he thought. And I was fortunate enough. I think we actually got to meet twice and we got to sit down together and I really remember thinking outside that night after we went down to that gelato place in Miami Beach and got to sit down and just talk shop and education and, and pick each other's brains. And I guess our relationships kind of sprouted across the, the social media ch channels since then. So it's been great. Yeah. And I mean, we've, we've also, uh, you know, have, have a strong bond over golf too, which is yep. what, How did I not what forget might that? have been... <laughs> <laughs> we might have thrown that in there as this is the reason that we're going to talk, but that's actually not the reason that I wanted you uh, to share because amongst amongst that, and by the way, for people that don't know, uh, they are, uh, uh, Craig and his wife, Jennifer, are, uh, like, they're the they're royalty in family golf, as I will put them. <laughs> like, they're, both their kids are college golfers, and uh, they play as a family, and it's like, they should have just a whole show of just them golfing. I'd watch that one, but... But that's not that's not why I wanted Craig here. So Craig, uh, you and I don't, and this is where you know I, I want the background story of this. And all of a sudden, uh, I started seeing these cooking with Craig yeah. uh, stories on Instagram that sort of have been evolving over the past couple of years. And it was more than just sort of a passing phase. Yeah. Like this is now this is now a thing. So so tell me about you and cooking. When when did you fall in love with cooking? Boy, it made me think, you know, when you'd emailed me, said, we're going to talk about your passion in cooking. And I've had several people ask me about that. I just started sharing 
you know, something that I thought was just a little bit different than people would share. And I called it silly name cooking with Craig. And I got to thinking back of when my love of cooking really started. And I guess I think back to a, a lot of the holidays at my grandma's house in Loop City, Nebraska, my Polish grandma and just cooking in the kitchen. And I was just amazed by watching her sitting there, you know, as a five, six, seven year old, how she would just whip things together and it would taste so good. And my parents were very good at that too. And I guess just always helping my mom in the kitchen. My dad was always so good at like smoking, uh, smoking meats outside in a smoker and growing up with, um, with three brothers at home and a single mom, I guess I was kind of the one that was the, uh, the one that was Craig, you're going to, I was the oldest of four boys. And so it was, you're the one that's going to learn how to cook. You're the one that's going to cook supper tonight. We're making goulash, we're peeling potatoes. And so I really learned on the fly back then. It might not have been a labor of love, but today I guess it is a labor of love. And so it's evolved over the past 35 years into something that I really love just investing that time and energy into planning a meal and then to, uh, you know, to cooking it and see it come to fruition. It's just kind of, it's been a fun experience for me. So uh, I would say, Craig, and you probably would agree with me that you, uh, you overshot the runway in terms of your marriage, uh, for sure. <laughs> and my question is, was, was your ability to cook something that Jennifer thought would be, would be a, a, a well, um, a trait that she wanted to sort of uh, yeah, get in I, on? I, I can't speak for her, but if she was sitting here next to me, I would probably say yes. I think, I, I think back to not only uh, cooking, but cleaning. My mom taught me well. I remember the second day of sixth grade, Dean, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember asking my mom, hey, mom, do I, uh, are those jeans, are those jeans that we have, are those ready for school tomorrow? And she said, come with me. And I remember walking downstairs and she showed me how to do laundry. And while we were down there, she showed me how to iron. And so it has served me well to this day. And I love chipping in on the house cleaning. I, I guess her and I are both a lot alike when it comes to cleaning the house and keeping the house clean and tidy and neat. And some people come over, over our house and they're like, how do you live like this where it's so tidy? But I mean, I think I would, yes, I would guess I would answer yes to that question for her that she saw that. So you've always, you've always taken up that has been sort of your deal. Yeah. I mean, and I think my mom just kind of, you know, she raised me well, I got to give her all the credit there that, you know, it was just clean up after yourself. And I don't know why I just have never been kind of a messy person where, you know, it was just expected the house would be picked up and cleaned. And I guess I've carried that on throughout my life. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, let's go into the cooking uh, part a little bit more deeper. So when you say like the whole thing from planning, so talk about like, what do you do plan? Like, is that like a whole weekly thing? And then like, how does the whole, what's the, what's the methodology here? Well, I, can't, I can't say that we've done it forever. I really got to go back and give credit to my daughter, Danica, for about, I'm going to say three to four years ago, we all do it. And if you're listening to this, you're worried about what to cook during the week. You get home. It's been a busy day. You're stressed out. You're like, what are we going to cook? What are we going to have tonight? I got to take something out of the freezer. And so we pretty much sat down and said, let's meal prep on Saturday nights. And so um, the one thing that really helped us was a magazine called Eating Healthy. And I don't know. Do you guys have high V's up there, Dean? You, I don't think you have high V's. No, we don't. So, so it's a super Nor do we have Runza's either. So. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. But we have um, Eating Well magazine. Uh, check them out. It's a great magazine. It's once a month. Uh, high V, I don't know if it comes out bi-weekly or monthly, but they have lots of great recipes too. And so my daughter would sit, sit down on Saturday night and say, here's what we're going to make this week. And she'd 
pretty much make up the meal plan. And then we'd sit down and we'd make up the grocery list. So when we go to the grocery store and we, she started doing it and breaking it down by vegetable section, the uh, fruit section, the meat section. And so when we went in and out of the grocery store, it was, it wasn't stressful, like walking up and down the aisle saying, oh, it sounds, let's make uh, street tacos tomorrow night, or let's make uh, smoked tenderloin or something like this. So it, we kind of had a plan going in there and that evolved into last, I think during COVID time, I started a cooking with Craig newsletter. And so I need to kind of kick that back up too, but it was me sharing really a couple of my favorite recipes and then maybe our meal plan for the week. And so it's evolved over the last two years into um, just sitting down even last night with my wife and I as empty nesters, it's a whole different situation, just cooking for two people, right. as you know? And so that's, that's evolved, but it, it made our life so much less stressful when we sat down and started meal planning as a family, knowing what we we're going to cook. And we had that done Sunday nights, pizza night, Wednesday night, we have salmon, couscous and a veggie. So we know there's two static nights that always say this, stay the same. And then those other three nights, you know, it's either leftovers or we, or we throw in a different meal in there. And it's been such a stress reliever for us, knowing that we know we're going to cook each night when we came home or come home or after our workout in the morning, you got to take out some chicken or you got to take out salmon. So we know what we're going to cook. So that's kind of how that's all evolved. We never really did that when the kids were growing up and it was stressful. And I, I saw a lot of families struggling with that. And I'm like, okay, we got to stop this and do a little bit more efficient planning. And it's worked out great for us. Well, and getting, having, having a daughter that wants to get in on it too. Yeah. Like, I think you've, you've, you've got a family of uh, type, uh, type A's that are all got to get her done, which is, yep. which is uh, pretty amazing. So, yep. to, and then um, as you began to share this on uh, Instagram, uh, tell me a little bit about sort of like how that kind of evolved. Yeah. And <laughs> it was funny because I, the kids who really picked up were the high school golfers. I'm the high school golf coach here. And I'd go to a golf meet in the spring and they're like, hey, what are you cooking tonight, coach? What's on Cooking with Craig this weekend? Or I'd get teachers talking to me, oh, that looked really good on Cooking with Craig or somebody comment on the story. And, you know, it's just been, it's just blossomed into that. And my son just said tonight, he said, dad, you haven't done a whole lot. I did post tonight because we did T-bones and some chicken and some, some leftovers, but I have, I've kind of probably got to do a better job of posting that and just giving people ideas. And I've had a couple of people um, reach out to me. I've, I've had a, a knife company. Um, I'm not an influencer by any means, but they said, we like your content. We want to send you some of our knives. Would you mention us? Um, Kitchen Mama reached out to me, wanted, wanted me to send, uh, they wanted to send me the can opener, their electric can opener. And I said, I noticed that you have an actually uh, an electric pepper grinder. Cause I've really been wanting to buy one. I said, I'll actually do some videos for you if you send me that as well. And so you know, it's just been fun. It's a labor of love. It truly is because I love cooking. I think you can see that when you watch the, the silly videos on Instagram. And I have a lot of fun with that sometime. And especially in the wintertime when, you know, it gets dark early. So it's, it's just been a labor of love for us. So is there any, is there any like uh, sort of go-to or thing that you feel like, like when it comes to this meat, salad, whatever that you've kind of maybe even like call like this is my sort of specialty right here if i had to do the one meal this would be yeah. the one i would show lately i got a green mountain grill for our camper and so we like to camp a lot in the summer and i wanted a smaller camper or a smaller grill for our camper so i got the green mountain grill listen to me i sound like an influence here giving shout outs to these companies <laughs> and i get nothing from them but it's the the davy crockett and it's a smaller smoker and I was just really into smoking i had a i had a, an older one that was an electric and it was okay um, I had it for six or seven years and I got this one and it's just smoking. Uh, that's my daughter said, you can probably smoke too much stuff, dad, but 
I smoked the ham for Easter dinner yesterday and um, just pork butts right now. Anything ribs, anything pork right now. I did a birthday table at our elementary school last week for our uh, for the birthday table there. And that was a hit. So just really smoking items. I just like the, the, the process of getting it ready the night before and then getting up early in the morning, getting on the smoker and just putting that time and energy into that and then seeing how, you know, how good it tastes. And I like to give it to my neighbors and, and just uh, my neighbor had come and it's like having carnival food at your house. You know, we make hamburgers <laughs> with pulled pork over the top. And so that in my instant pot, I, I can't say enough good things about my, my, my instant pot. That's been a game saver for us with, uh, with enchilada bowls, you know, it's kind of a specialty here. And of course, salmon, pan seared salmon, we do in the, in the, uh, the, the lodge cast iron skillet. So that's been really good too. And it's super easy to do too, once you do it. Well, I, I, I don't want to even suggest that I have any, any kind of, uh, you know, business being in your, in your side of things, but I will say you've influenced me just because I've gotten into it more and I, I'm not even okay. anything in, in your caliber or not, but um, <laughs> my wife did say this to me the other day, you talk about empty nesters. She said to me, I just want you, I just want you to know one thing I have, I'm kind of done with cooking. So <laughs> I'm fine if you ask me to make a meal, but if, if you ask me to make a meal, it's probably just going to be like a couple boiled eggs. Like it's going to be nothing. <laughs> so she said, I'm okay if you do it, but just so you know, yeah. but if, but she said, I don't know what, and she's also decided, she says, as you sort of think about, you know, the time when you retire from everything, you need a hobby. And I think maybe cooking has become your hobby. Yeah. I don't it know is. if I would go that far, but I, I do have, I have enjoyed playing around with just like, I, I I'm really into, I'm really into like the TikTok videos, the yes. like, one yes. minute, like how you make something and like, okay, yeah. I want to make that. Right. Because they, yes. and, and Facebook used to have these videos that would be like, you know, and, and that's what you're doing, right. Is you're making something, you're going like, that looks good. I'd like to try that. I think I could. And do that's that. in fact, I'm making a TikTok meal tomorrow and I probably should, you know, but the thing is I struggle with, where do you put all this content? You know, I've kind of done Instagram, yeah. you know, TikTok's kind of more teacher fun stuff for me, but I'm making a TikTok meal tomorrow night that I saw. I'm like, Oh, it's so easy. I'm like, why did I not think of that? So yeah. <laughs> well, and, and uh, again, like I, I noticed that you had, uh, I, I didn't want to say you were an influencer because I don't know that that sometimes that's a good batter. The otherwise, <laughs> but the fact that you, that people have uh, reached out to you and know that what you're doing yeah. is, is making an impact. Uh, that's great. So last question um, is how has it, you, you mentioned just a little bit about your, your uh, golf team and teachers kind of connecting to it, but maybe even being a little bit more um, uh, esoteric, how has sort of this cooking and your passion for that impacted you as a teacher in whatever way, like, and maybe there's no connection. Like maybe you just see it as a completely separate thing, but maybe you're saying, yeah, it actually has kind of, I don't know, uh, influenced your thinking or helped you in some way as an, as an educator. It had, and of course you're going to ask the question like that, Dean, because those are the conversations we have, right? Those deep thinking questions, I guess, right off the top of my head. when you ask me that question, the immediate thing that pops into my head is I have a class called digital innovations with my eighth graders. And it's really more of a, an exploratory class. We do a whole lot of creating. We have conversations in there. Um, some days we just sit and talk for 45 minutes and they ask questions. And the one thing that we've talked about a lot is influencers because the kids of that age are really into TikTok and especially YouTube and the influencers. And we've talked about those conversations and they follow me, you know, I don't follow them back, but they'll follow me and on Instagram and ask, well, where do you come up with these ideas? And I guess that 
you know, I, if I'd even go down to my third and fourth grade kids, their number one goal is to be a YouTuber. They want to be. And so I show them some of my content and they're like, how do you come up with the ideas? And I'm like, I just do it. You know, it's just, so it's, it, it's, I guess it really hasn't, I, I like how it's brought in conversations to me to share with kids when people reach out to me, you know, it's, I've had opportunities to do this or this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to just share your, I just want to do my cooking show. Leave me alone. I don't want to show yeah. your, showcase your product all the time. And so just to, I guess, maybe let kids know that you don't have to do all the things that people ask of you, you know, as an influencer. And I'm not really an influencer myself. I, I wouldn't consider myself, but you know, I've had people reach out and I'm like, I'm just doing silly cooking videos here in Aurora, Nebraska, in my small kitchen town of 4,000 people. But I guess that's, you know, allowed us during digital citizenship or leadership to have some of those conversations about influencers. Well, and just to model, uh, you know, not just that, but model how to create and, and how yeah. to use it for. And I think a lot of times too, you know, the conversations we have around kids with technology is always in pursuit of a career or a job and how you're going to need it for that, which is a fine conversation to have, but it's also like how you yeah. use this in your daily life for your own, for your own pleasure and enjoyment and, and yeah. you're, you know, making a positive contribution yeah. uh, to the world. So, so I think it, there's so much there that's, that's, yep. uh, that's really powerful. Amen. You got it. <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks for this. This was, this was good. Yes. This is what I exactly hoped it would be is just to get a little bit of an insight on why people do what they do and, and uh, just sort of seeing them uh, beyond what they do as teachers as well. Well, thanks for having me, Dean. It was sure good to see you. I, uh, I loved catching up with you and hope to do so in person here in the near future, my friend. Let's do it. All right. <laughs>